Welcome to Casual Talk Radio Podcast found at casualtalkradio.net. My name is Leister, I'm your host. Thank you for dialing in today, whether you're an existing subscriber or a new listener. We welcome everybody. Got a couple things to get out of the way first, and then we're going to get right into our topic for today. Casualtalkradio.net. That's our website. Check it out for all of our different podcast episodes, past and present. We're constantly making updates. We're refining the website experience. If you have any feedback, we'd appreciate hearing it. You can hit the contact link at the top, fill out the form, come straight to us. You can also leave us a voice message if you want to leave your thoughts on audio, and it may be played on the air. Who knows? Let's go ahead and get into our topic for today. I have an idea. And I'll call it a free idea in case there are some inventors out there listening to our podcast today. I had an idea. It was an inspiration brought about by frustration. So there's a problem that needs to be solved. And you're going to probably call me old or whatever term the kids are saying these days. And that's okay. I'm going to share my idea. And again, I will cross fingers that there's somebody out there that will at some point <laughs> get me what I want. You know, um, I, I don't know. But Hopefully, somebody will do this. I was doing a search on the internet for something completely unrelated, and I stumbled across some articles from way back in the yesteryear. This is long ago. We're talking like late 90s, early 2000s, and then a little bit over 2007, 2008, and I saw the device, and I instantly said, I want one of these. Did some more searching. Turns out the company completely shut down, and it looks like as of 2013, they shut down. And I was disappointed, not because they shut down, because that doesn't surprise me, but because nobody else has bothered to step up and solve this problem, because I do think that there's a market for this. That's why I say if there's any inventors out there, I would love to have you step up and change the game. So I think if it's done right, you can change the game. They went wrong. And I have to tell that story here today. So here's the problem. The problem, if you've heard me for a while, I said that I am a, obviously I'm a technologist. I have technology degrees. I deal with technology all day. I don't carry a cell phone. I mean, I have one now, but it's really for if I'm traveling or I'm out and about, I don't use it. It's not even a smartphone. It's just a regular phone on purpose. I don't use smartphones. There's a tablet for things that I need to conduct, but mostly I do my work on the computer. And this is mostly generational. Well, I was talking to somebody online and they said that they moved all their computer functions over to their tablet, which I don't believe, but that's what they said. I know from doing resumes and other business type things, you, you can't get away from using a computer. That's just the truth of it. So for me, the tablet only serves a small purpose, and that's quick and dirty looks at things. I don't use it for regular, like cryptocurrency viewing or for if I'm doing a quick search or something, um, hotel digital keys, that sort of thing. Everything else is computer. Any orders I do is computer, that sort of thing. So I was, for whatever reason, searching for something completely different and stumbled across this device. It's called Peak. And again, you're not going to find it active because it's been discontinued since 2013. But I'm telling the story. Peak, when it first launched, the whole point of it is it had built-in mobile access. I believe at the time that would have been about 3G access is my guess. If you know about the Kindle, the uh, Amazon Kindle series, they always have had at least one model that had built-in um, data because they felt you might want to download books and you're not near wireless. So they have a one version of theirs that would allow you to use the built-in data and you didn't have to pay for it. It just was part of the device. With the Peak, you bought 
you paid like 300 bucks and it was a lifetime data. But the peak, the thing about it is all it could do initially was email. It's a little rectangular device, probably about the size of your hand is my guess. A rectangular deal. It has a QWERTY keyboard to it and a small screen. I'm pretty sure it's non-touch and you had a scroll wheel. So anybody who's used a BlackBerry, it actually reminded me a lot of the Blackberries in what it was trying to do, but it would only do email. And as a result of the fact it was so darn simple, it was only 70 bucks. And you're wondering, well, geez, that's cheap. Yes, it is. Because think about it. The iPod Touch, right? The iPod Touch is not a phone, cannot do mobile data, was only $200 at launch for the lowest end model. It's probably the closest parallel I can think of in simple type devices. But the iPod Touch, essentially, let's be honest, is an iPhone without the phone. If you do an iPhone, all of a sudden you're jumping up to $800 to $1,400. So the price point, that's where it stood out to me, is it's dirt cheap because it doesn't need to do anything other than the one purpose it serves, which is allow you to deal your email on the go in a form factor that is friendly to actually typing. Now, for those that use like SwiftKey or swipe functions on touchscreens, it would probably be very frustrating. However, I speak from experience when I say, Typing on a BlackBerry, I was 10 times faster than I ever was on touchscreens because you just got used to it and you were good at it and largely that tactile sensation. So the peak, where it went wrong, here's where the culmination of the story is. Where it went wrong is they started diversifying more. They released a Twitter peak, which was just a Twitter device, which didn't make any sense to me at all because, again, <laughs> at that point, if you're going to use Twitter, just go to Twitter on whatever. This The whole point is to be a simple device. Then they started releasing other types of Peak devices. I think it was called Peak 9. And this had more apps, you know, maps and all this. So now they're, they're deviating from what got them to the dance in the first place. This was covered and saying, no, this is what you really need as this simple device that does one specific purpose, which is email. When they enhanced it to do text messages, that's where I clicked and said, that's what I want. A device that does nothing more, ideally, than text-based communication. Text messages, maybe emails, it, it's, it's that. It doesn't need location tracking. It doesn't need anything else to violate my privacy. It doesn't need Android. It doesn't need me to approve violating my privacy. It's just for simple communications like we have with the two ways way back in the days. When they started branching out and losing their way, all of a sudden, they too much sprawl. And when you have too much sprawl, you lose sight of what brought you. And they eventually shut down in 2013, like I said. It was a loss of a device that I think would have been great in the modern era. And I don't know why they felt like it was a good idea to go away from what got them in it because it was an intriguing device. If you get a chance to check out on the web search, if you do a search for Peak, as in P-E-E-K, TechCrunch, one word, you'll probably find some hits on the device. And again, you might seem like, okay, why would I do that? My phone can do everything. The whole appeal, the whole point is people who don't want one device to do everything. They want devices that are the best at doing what they do. Phones, mobile phones, are not good for email for multiple reasons. They're really not that good for phone calls anymore. For the most part, if you think about it, what do you use your phone for? You probably use it to play music. You likely use it for text messages, and that's probably about it. You may have some apps that you navigate, you know, like your bank or something, but if you really think about it, you don't really use your phone to all the potential that it's trying to give you. Did you know that your phone probably has an FM radio in there and you probably don't use it? They still put it in there. So think about it. 
all these things that your device, they built the device to do, they're charging you for this. So this phone is probably over a thousand dollars. And you say, well, if I do a plan and it's not really, you're still paying over a thousand dollars. Some people like myself don't use all the bells and whistles of these and simply want devices that serve the finite purpose. Because if I had a device like this, it would serve every purpose that I currently have. Email on the move. So I can quickly see emails and get alerts when there's an email, which is a big need for me. But second, whenever I need to use text messages to get a code, so if I'm logging into something and I just need a quick code, now I can get the text message without violating my privacy, without violating location, without doing things that breach my privacy and my personal space. I was just dealing with a situation. I was trying to sign up for Trump Social, which if you don't know Trump Social or Truth Social, it might as well be Trump Social, Truth Social is Donald Trump's personal platform. And I was trying to sign up on behalf of the business so we could have a presence on there from a corporate perspective and do updates here on Casual Talk Radio about things that might be of interest to you, but also on Crypto Talk for interest of things there. And there's a point where it forces you to have a mobile phone. Now I have five phone numbers. All five of them can receive text messages. Only one of them actually goes to, in this case, the dumb device that I have. I'm not going to give that number out because I shouldn't have to. The other numbers are perfectly capable of receiving text messages. This service and many others will not receive that number. They won't accept it because it's not a cell phone plan based number. They want it to be a cell phone plan based number because that's how they violate your privacy. They contact the cell phone provider. They get all this private information about you. That's really what they want. It's not even about security. They're trying to interrogate something to violate you and breach your privacy. With my other numbers, it gives the same number, number data but it's, I control it. I control the name. I control whether there's location. I control it and can constrain it. Whereas with that number, if I were to give it, I have no control over it. And I know that number does work because I tested it and it magically sent me a code. So I know that they're filtering it on the service provider side. And I refuse to give them any of those numbers. You may think that's petty, but the problem is, again, they're not entitled to that information. Sorry. If there was an easy way for me to switch it into my dumb phone, and then they like instantly switch it over to my other provider, then I wouldn't care. I would just simply spin up a number, put it on that number, switch it to my guy after I was done, you know, and then switch it back if I needed to do a new provider or something. I can't do that either. I can't interchange it that way. So since I can't interchange it, I have no control to limit their access to information they're not entitled to. That's why something like the Peak would have been great because it comes with a mobile plan the phone, it's like a phone number that is on a mobile carrier. It's just that there's no phone, there's no location, no violation of privacy, no violation of data. Since Pete died, I don't have another device. And to me, this type of device is really what I want, is a simple, non-phone, non-location tracking device that just does one thing very well so that I can continue to do what I do without having to think about all this garbage, but still function in a world where everything's being forced to cell phones, where I'm not going to do excessive use of mobile phones because there's no reason to because all of my devices already support the same protocols but i'm also not going to be discriminated against because they're forcing it to be something that tracks your data and your privacy with no other recourse all of these providers and i speak as a developer they could make it where they send you a code via email they can make it where even if it's a phone it can just call you all of these are options through the same software that they're using they're just choosing not to. They're choosing to force text message because in their mind, this is the most convenient way for the customer. It's not because there are some people who simply don't do text messages. That's just the way it is. I don't do any of the cell phone based things. I actually had to push back because there are people who want me to do cell phone based things and I will not do them. I'm open on email. 
I just dealt with one of my endeavors contacts, actually the first one who was, he owes me some money. And I told him, I sent him an email with what he needed months ago, a month ago. And he contacted me today saying he didn't get it. And I know he did because I sent it and I resent it to him. And then I told him, this is why I said, you need to confirm you got my email. And he said, well, just call me. Do, do, no, I'm not going to chase you. You need to learn how to work your email. If you don't know how to work your email, that's a personal problem because it was his idea in the first place to email the stuff across. So I'm following your instructions. You don't know how to work email. Meanwhile, my money's getting jacked up. Playing with my money is like playing with my emotions. So for me, and probably for many others, this kind of a service, this kind of a device is probably great. And people trying to rush away from email is why things are falling through the cracks. Because email, when done correctly, is the best way to keep tabs on the things that you need to know and be aware of. And I'd be fine with it if it just did text messaging. Because why not? It's a texting device. Because then it doesn't have the location tracking. It doesn't give too much data that it doesn't need to be giving. And it's simply a service that I'm typing back a message on a device, kind of like the T-Mobile Sidekick. Same type of thing. I don't need to violate my privacy to be able to interact with these services. So if you're out there and you're an inventor and you think that this is a great idea and you think you got something there, again, this device is only $70. So at minimum, you could charge $100 and probably make a killing. Because I do think it's a market for these types of simple devices that are not the full-on Swiss Army knife of devices where they have simpler needs. And they still can accommodate for the use cases that people have that are not going to go all in on a $1,000 phone, putting themselves further in debt. Because by the way, in an era where we got inflation sky high, I don't think it's fiscally responsible to force people to spend thousands of dollars to own a device simply because we need to be able to log into our bank to do our regular business on a daily basis. That's just my opinion on that. That's all we've got here today on Casual Talk Radio, Gentleman's World. Hopefully it's been informational, educational, and helpful for you. We upload every Monday and Wednesday, so we'll be back for our next episode. Whether you're a subscriber or not, we appreciate you for dialing in today. We know you've got choices. We will be turning back on our guest cadence. We are doing the screening process. That's coming very soon. Keep up to date with what we're doing at casualtalkradio.net. You can also subscribe at the bottom to get alerts whenever there's a new episode posted, or you can add it to your platform of choice. For now, take care, and I will see you on our next upload.